You're listening to From Fear to Love. I'm your host, Alma Lee. Oh man, there is so much power in choice. You have so much power in choice. I think a lot of us get caught up in how we feel. We have learned, we've been groomed, we've been programmed to lean into our feelings about a particular issue, subject matter, philosophy, people, relationships, jobs, whatever, you name it. We get caught up in the emotional aspect of how we feel, and we use that so much in how we move through life. If something doesn't feel right, that must be wrong. If something doesn't compute emotionally, well, we need to move in a different direction because obviously that's not working. Here's what I propose today. And, and, and the reason that I propose this is because we interpret our environment two different ways. I've probably said it before in other ep- episodes. I'm going to probably <laughs> beat it up and tell you again and again and again uh, the fact that we interpret our environment two different ways. We interpret the information that we take in either by an emotional means, an account, or logically. We can assert an opinion about a particular issue based on our logical thought process or our emotional thought process. What am I talking about? What what is Alma harping on and on and on about today? There is power in choosing. There is power in making a conscientious decision based in logic as a means of moving forward in something that is overtly emotional. Here's what I mean. Take, for instance, you had an argument with your spouse. And let's say that it's one of those issues that is long withstanding. It is apparently something that is consistent in re-emerging. It keeps coming up. You guys keep fighting over it over and over again. I've been down that road. I've had, I can think of several scenarios where that has taken place in my personal life. So let's consider that. Think about something that uh, is, is a consistent issue, okay? Now, granted, it is an emotional issue because obviously you wouldn't be thinking about it if you didn't have some type of emotional investment, right? But here's the thing. The problem with that is that if it's not changing and the arguing, the back and forth is not making you feel any better, then you do have the choice in pulling back your energy from that. In other words, how important is it really? Is it really? So I was talking to uh, this individual not too long ago in regards to his inability to forgive himself for an infraction. And we discussed that in our session numerous times. And I asked him, I said, why, why can't you just let it go? Why can't you just decide to let it go? And he says, well, I still feel guilty. And I said, okay, so you're feeling guilty is what is causing you the inability to move forward from this event, correct? And he was like, yeah, of course. So I said, okay, so, well, let's look at this from a logical perspective, right? What does your feelings have to do with any of this? And he was like, well, this is how I feel. So I must continue 
to berate, belittle, disparage, and you know, self-deprecate myself until my feelings about how I, how I operate in this particular space change. And I said, what if they don't change? Are you going to continue to be self-deprecating? Or are you eventually going to get to a point in your life where you actively and logically ascertain that enough is enough, I've punished myself, it is time to move forward, I need to forgive myself. And I think in a way, I think that blew his mind because in his mind, he had been so deeply programmed to believe that as long as he felt bad, then that must mean he is bad. And I think that's what we want to kind of kick off in this episode is understanding the underpinnings of our emotional response to a particular event, as opposed to looking at things more logically. You have, a, you have an enormous amount of power to choose. And it, it doesn't mean that you don't need to be accountable for something. If, for instance, like for, for this individual that I'm, I'm talking about, he, he was struggling with forgiving himself for this infraction where he was constantly beating himself up over it. And I think in hopes that because of his self-deprecation and because of his self-sabotage and punishing behaviors, that at some point that feeling would go away. But what it does when you engage in self-deprecation, you're not, you're not getting rid of the guilt. You're not getting rid of it. You're actually reminding yourself that it still exists. And that's not helpful. That doesn't help you move forward. That doesn't help you grow. The things that help you move out of that space of choosing, you know, you have that power to choose. The things that help you move out of that is accountability, real effective accountability, and then making a choice. Making a choice, choosing that, standing by it, and moving forward from it. It's... The change happens when you choose. And choosing is a logical function. And it can feel very disconcerting, particularly when whatever event you are choosing to move out of is extremely emotional in nature. Um, you know, we, we tend to get stuck in patterns simply because it's how we feel about an issue. Think about that. When we feel, that's an emotional response. And we tend to allow those feelings to dictate how we move forward. But then we also stagnate too, because when we get caught up in the emotional response of an issue, of, you know, the feeling, it causes us to disallow ourselves to grow. So there's power in choosing. You have that power. You have to be logical in moving outside of something that is holding you back from your healing, from your growth, from your evolution. If you are stuck in a place of turmoil because you feel like you owe it to yourself as punishment to stay there, then you really need to look at it logically. Do you want to move out of it? A big part of this too comes from the fact of, do you think you deserve to evolve out of it, a lot of this ties into worthiness. And we can go down that rabbit hole of how all of these different factors play into how we function. But at the end of the day, you have to decide how you're going to live your life. A lot of people lose sight of the gravity of self-worth when actualizing 
any kind of uh, goal or achievement or healing, a lot of people, especially in mental health circles, get stuck because they feel like they deserve to stay there. That's that self-punishing, you know, that vacuum, the, uh, the rabbit hole that you get stuck in because I can't feel better because I don't think I deserve it. So what I want to communicate with you today is that you got to figure out whatever the hell it is about you, about your psyche, about what you have done, experienced, what you think about yourself, and you got to sit down, pen and paper, get that journal out, and write that out. Scratch it out on a piece of paper so that you can read it and you can visualize it, you can see it in front of you, and put it into words. What is it about you that is stuck? What is it about you that you are struggling to move out of? Do you feel uh, shameful? Do you feel less than? Do you feel like everybody around you is better, has more, smarter, faster, more intelligent, more wealthy, whatever? What is it about you that you believe makes you less than that causes you to get stuck in your inability to heal and grow? We're all the same. We're all equally worthy. The only person that can erode your value is you. I can't do anything to make you less worthy. I can make you feel less worthy if you allow it. If I say things to you that are disparaging, that are insulting, that are uh, disrespectful, as an outside voice, if you give me that power, sure, sure. And it happens all the time. But you can choose to not listen to me. You can choose to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. A large part of mental health comes from internalized thinking. I can't, as a therapist, change any client's mindset myself. I can't put my hands in someone's brain, massage it into health, and change their life by by sheer merit of what I do as a therapist. All I can do is engage you from a space of understanding with some skills and some information and maybe kick you in the teeth a little bit to, to show you that you have all this power. You probably don't even know it, but that's the point of listening to this. That is the point of understanding that you are the one person that gives a damn about you. You get to choose. You. Think about that. Think about how, inc how incredibly powerful that is. I can't do that for you. Your spouse, your partner, your children, your colleagues, your family, your siblings, your neighbor. Nobody else can do that for you. And why would they? They've got their own stuff in front of them to handle. That's like asking you to help them. We're all trying to grow and do better and find that joy. Aren't we? Aren't you? Don't you want to feel better? And I think maybe, I think maybe my purpose, a big part of my purpose at least, in uh, vocalizing my mentality, my attitude, uh, my goal to reach the masses is basically just to give you permission to do it. I'm not doing anything for you. I'm just over here saying, hey, you can, okay? It's important to identify where you're stuck, 
figure out what it is that's making you feel like crap all the time. And it could be, most of the time, it's our own philosophies, our own internalized dialogue, that internal voice that tells us, you know, when we wake up in the morning, we look in the mirror, we're brushing our teeth, and we're like, you know, telling ourselves awful, horrible, nasty things. You have the power to choose to stop doing that. That is ineffective to you achieving greatness. That is ineffective to you you and your healing journey. You can choose right now while you're listening to this to start to believe healthier, better, more productive mindset and attitudes about yourself and about your worthiness and move forward. And it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel so weird. It's going to be, it's the same thing as trying on an outfit that, that you might not necessarily pick for yourself and looking in the mirror and thinking, well, it's not what I would have chosen, but I'll try it out. You know what? Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Because the thing is, is that until you try something, you're not going to know what the hell it's going to feel like anyway. So why not give it a chance? Why not choose to think better about yourself? Why not choose to say, I am going to forgive myself today. I am going to be accountable for my shortcomings. I'm going to make all the efforts I can to um, apologize to any individual that may have been adversely affected by my, my uh, interaction or my, my behavior. Put that out there into the universe. Make that known. Communicate that. Allow whatever feedback, negative or, th- or otherwise, to come to you. Accept it and move the hell on. Choose to move the hell on from it. Because you're the only person that can decide to do that. And I, it's something that's just not... It's not intrinsically uh, groomed within us from childhood to learn how to forgive ourselves. We get told to do it, but we don't really get guidance on how that's supposed to happen or what it looks like. So it, it's, it comes from choosing. You just have to choose. You just have to decide that this is the path that you're going to embark on. You have to understand that you deserve to live a better existence. And part of that comes from changed behavior. Part of that comes from accountability. Part of that comes from the understanding that in order for you to maintain this course of action, that you have got to put forth a vision of what you want your life to look and feel like. And man, it's awesome when you do that. It is so awesome when you believe that you deserve to achieve greatness, you can and will achieve greatness. And not only that, but the light that you emit from your vibe when you elevate will draw similar energies into your circle. And yeah, you'll notice that old energies will start to die off and and kind of slough off and go away. You'll have less contact with people that don't want to do that work, that don't want to achieve, that don't want or are not ready to grow because they're not listening to this episode. (laughs) But seriously, though, there's going to be change. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be weird. 
but it's worth it. Don't you think? Don't you want to exist in a space in this life where when you wake up in the morning that you're not looking in the mirror and seeing a disgusting slob of human being, but instead you're standing there brushing your teeth and you smile at yourself and you see someone that you're proud of because you choose to be proud of because you see someone in that mirror that deserves love, that deserves respect, that deserves good things, that deserves joy, that deserves reciprocity of validation and deserves to be able to self-gratify as opposed to moving through life consistently trying to seek out the validation and the gratification in relationships with other people. That you get that from yourself first. That you choose, you decide to move into that headspace. And let me tell you what, you will glow like a disco ball and, you know, moths to the flame. So you're going to have to learn to be very mindful of the energies are around you because people need that. People want that and they lean into it. Just like, you know, you probably have. I know I have. But you have the ability, you have the power to choose to become that very essence. It's amazing once you realize what you're powerful, what, what you're capable of doing, and how much power you have just simply in choosing to live a different life. You have that choice. You know, uh, y y when we identify the emotion tied to a particular event that you're struggling on, on moving out of or moving past, just like I was speaking earlier about the, um, the client and uh, his difficulty with uh, self-sabotaging behaviors as a result of the inability to forgive himself. You know, that's the stagnation. If, you, if you're tied into that emotional response and you're stuck there and you don't choose to decide to move out of that and decide, you know what, I am going to forgive myself. That stagnates. You won't grow. You'll just stay in that perpetual state of self-deprecation because you feel like that's what you owe yourself. And I've seen it time and time again, and I guarantee you, you've seen it. There's probably people in your, in your close circle that do that every day because they aren't being conscientious about how they feel about themselves. So I'm here today giving you the permission to think and move differently with your emotional energy. And it's got to start with you. It's got to start with the positive self-talk. It's going to feel weird. It will feel weird. But once you get into the habit of thinking more mindfully and taking time for yourself, everything else will fall into place. Because if you believe that you're worthy, then you start engaging in worthwhile behaviors for your time, your energy, the people you interact with, your actions, the food you eat, the exercise, the time you take for yourself. All of that comes into the, to the space of worthiness simply because you choose to live there. So what do you choose today? How do you want to think and feel moving forward? How do you want to move through this life? Do you want to stagnate and stay where you are? feel bad about yourself, feel like you're less than. Look, you might be listening to this thinking, yeah, but you don't know me, Alma. You're right, I don't. I don't. I don't know you. Um, but I have worked with a the whole gamut, a, a slice of a whole huge part of the population, people from all walks of life, all backgrounds. And let me tell you this much. I challenge anybody that comes into my space to 
shared their narrative with me. And for me to, you're not going to shock me. You're not going to shock me. And most therapists would would agree that there's not going to be anything that you can tell them that is going to floor them. Now, I've heard some pretty horrendous stories. I'm not trying to minimize or discount what people have experienced in their life. What I'm saying is that it doesn't have it doesn't have value on your worthiness. It does not have value on your worthiness. Listen to what I am saying here. It does not matter who you are from your birthright, your ethnicity, your gender, your sexuality, your uh, socioeconomic standing, the, the, cons- the, the, the circumstances by which you were conceived. Aha, yeah, your genetics, you know. There are people that walk amongst us every single day that were born from incest, that were born from rape. There were, that don't have any clue who their biological family is, that feel lost and alone and isolated and worthless because they don't have people to connect and attach themselves to as a means of finding out who they are. I'm here to tell you that is irrelevant to your value. It is irrelevant to your worthiness. The mere fact that you have oxygen in your lungs and that your heart is beating gives you purpose and it gives you worth. And you have the power to choose today. You do. So what are you going to do? You're going to choose? You're going to move forward in your purpose and live your life with joy? You can. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you can. And I've worked with people who have done it. You can do it. You can choose to live a better life. You can choose to move out of that thing, that space, that process, that habit, that situation that you can't seem to really feel differently about, that's got you pulled down into that vacuum of negativity. Whatever it is, cut it off. You can do that. You have that power. You can decide. You can choose. Choose to move on, let it go, and live your life with joy. and Be happy because you're, you're absolutely worth it. All right. From fear to love. This has been an LBM production. Please like, subscribe, and share this show. Thanks for listening.